You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right, this is the human condition. We're live. And I, I don't know if this is going to be our last um, uh, Zoom, our, our coronavirus installation, but, uh, you know, we'll, we're doing all right, getting through these technical difficulties as best we can. Sean, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, today we're talking about spiritual reset. And uh, hold on, let me delve back into the technical. Hey, Dave, are we up on... Uh, on the podcast Detroit page, yep. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so I, I kind of let in with that. Uh, that was that was a disclaimer to our our lack of uh, technical expertise <laughs> in the, the land of Peroni. <laughs> um, so, are we watch party right now? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're past that. Um, so talking about spiritual reset. Spiritual reset. Um, it could also be called spiritual detox. It's, it's a way to flush out the nonsense. Flush out the nonsense, get grounded in the now, be still. It, it really centers on the concept of being still. And Eckhart Tolle's uh, The Power of Now is probably the best book I've ever read on that concept. But there's so much garbage that we're inundated with that if you don't do a spiritual reset, you have no choice but to get pulled into this this uh, realm of, of finger pointing back and forth, um, anger, hate, stress, and, uh, and and there's various ways that that one can achieve that stillness and get meditation. Some people like the gym. Um, there's things I can do with my kids that kind of ground me. I go outside and I look up at the stars. You know, sometimes I just know. I see the comet. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think tonight tonight is probably the last night it's dim. So if you got binoculars, you can you can still catch it up by the Big Dipper. But um, but something like that, like me and Vinny, you know, I, I was I had this troll. It, it's the first time I've ever dealt with a troll of this magnitude. Like I'll have people on there who disagree, and and I got people that are friends that we we can disagree vehemently with each other, but we have intelligent conversations. And we know when to back it down a little bit and say, okay, well, I see that we're just angering each other. So let's, you know, this guy was a straight up troll and I've never had to deal with it at that level. Um, and, and it was straight. He, he got me to lower my frequency, you know, and I, like I, and I, and I knew that I was doing it and I kept asking myself, what would Jesus do? What would Buddha do? You know what I mean? I, I'm going through these exercises, but I still felt compelled and I didn't do it half as bad. What's the attachment? Well, the attachment, what, part of the attachment was that, uh, and I can say he angered me because he talked shit about uh, not the, our nonprofit that's meant to help vets and a veteran post, but it wasn't just that. It's that he knew a bunch of my friends from the old neighborhood. So there's a way that in my egoic mind, there's a way I'm supposed to act in front of that company, right. but I'm not that company anymore. Like, I don't do that. That's not my thing. So there's still a part of me that, that, Felt like I gotta go slap this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Like there, I couldn't believe I was thinking that. I'm still, I thought I was so far removed from it, but I'm like this fucking guy. Like he, my whole feed was him. Like and there's people dropping shit all the time, and it was all him. It was fucking crazy. So I said some mean shit to him, and I, I you know, I kind of regret it because uh, at the end of it, he he kept saying unfriend me, unfriend me, 
I know you're going to do it. You're just going to block me. I'm like, no, this is too good, man. Because people get like, really, this is an illustration yeah. of that other side. Like people who don't think they're all yeah. emotion. Like, so let's let this play out. And I'm not erasing you. This is fucking gold. Like, just keep saying what you're saying. And uh, and then eventually he uh, he said, well, I'm just going to quit abusing you, and uh, and I'm going to erase you, bozo. And when he said bozo, I'm like, oh, maybe he's not from the old neighborhood. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, fuck, maybe I shouldn't have said some of those things, like slapping, you know, little bitch. And uh, the fuck was I thinking? But to anybody who saw that, I apologize. But, um, I, I I got phased. I got phased. Got jammed up up in here. I got jammed up. I was stuck right back here in the uh, the monkey mind. And then, and then, that reptilian brain fucked me up. Five years ago, though, I would have probably went, where, where you at, bitch? You know what I mean? That's what, that's what I would have turned into. Or some dumb shit. Shit that doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter now. It didn't matter then. So, so the planet, and especially United States right now, Everyone's on pins and needles. Yeah, right, right. So the energy frequency, <laughs> the energy yeah. frequency that exists in between humans is already at an aggressively mm-hmm. elevated state of negativity. So for me to turn that switch and be like, I'm gonna beat your fucking ass, <laughs> it's easy for me to go there when that kind of conduit is present. Everywhere I go. When it's not intelligent, when it's not, you know, like there's no basis to it. And when people lie, like that bothers me because you can't do anything with a lie. You can't like watch someone in line. Watch someone in line at a grocery store or like Home Depot. Like someone will lose their shit over like absolutely nothing right now. Like the other day I was buying some boxes because I had to pack some shit up and I'm putting stuff in storage. And this one lady was like, are you using cash or card? Guy's like, I'm using cash. She's like, cool. Grabs the lady from behind that guy and lets her go to one that's using the card register. And he's like, what the fuck? Starts like completely like overreacting on some bullshit. And it's just like, God, like, dude, it's not, it's not that serious. It's not, it's not that serious. It's not, it's not. And it wasn't that serious that this, that this dude felt like he wanted to follow. It was actually, you know, if, if I was being spiritual about it, you know, you kind of take it as a compliment. That's all you got to do with your day is follow all of my, all of my posts, like everything. You comment one after the next. I should have just been like, wow, that's that's pretty uh you're not making much sense. And then we can't really have a conversation, but thank you. You know what I mean? You're keeping it alive, you're keeping it up at the top. But I didn't. I and and what so back to spiritual reset, that's why you need the reset, because I know me, we talked about our high threshold for pain, you know, when you when you deal with things like substance abuse or or any process addictions, and most people do, but not at the levels where it might kill you. So when you get there or you've suffered great trauma as a child or in the military or whatever, you develop a high threshold for pain. And that's your brain is really trying to protect you. It's not doing the disservice. It's trying to pull you through through those tumultuous times. And that's our go-to. You know what I mean? We go back to that reptilian brain. And when there's trauma there, the reptilian brain only knows survival. It hasn't evolved yet to the point where it's not. It's just a conversation or it's just some words. Like it, it's survival, 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 survival. Right. 
So people are stuck in survival mode. Nobody's really attacking them. I'll get friends on these posts, and I can tell where they feel like I've attacked them just by stating an opinion. So you're, but in the survival mode, you're still in another mode where I need it to be the easier, softer way. So I'm in survival mode, but yet my brain's telling me I need the easier, softer way. Because the majority of people don't want to put in the work for survival. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know? Well, they don't want to put in the work for anything. You know? No. Like, they, my, it's, this is the American Give dream. it to me. Give it to me. Give it to it's me. It's supposed to be this way. When you know, it's not that way, I have to say something about it because I deserve it's supposed it. to be. I deserve it. I deserve it. It's, it's the, the, the self-entitlement that, uh, that, that the American dream. I mean, it, it, it was a fucking disservice. Like, I didn't realize what a fucking bubble we lived in over here until I started getting out. And I'm like, God damn. Like, I lived in high school until I was about 30. Like, clicked up. And you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't get that fucking mindset out of my head. So, but, yeah. I, I got out of that relatively quick because I couldn't stand high school. Yeah, I, moved, I moved right out west. Like, 18, I moved out west. And, uh, you know, I always found a uniqueness in having uh, friends of, like, all different backgrounds and all different cultures. It's so important. You know, it's kind of like, you know, AA... They always say we're a, we're a group that normally wouldn't mix. And, like, if you looked at my friends, it's a group that you would think that would normally wouldn't mix. And it, but they got the common ground. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the thing. The common ground is we need to survive. And we need to beat this ailment. And we can do it together. And that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, it a large part of it is, like, I, I'm always going to want like-minded people around me but in the same respect i want like a variety of like-minded you don't want you don't want foul people like like that dude who showed up he, he was just a negative person right he there was nothing there was no intelligence there was no research there was nothing it was just he had he had an opinion and he had to state it and it seemed like he wanted to target the guy who was standing on the, the opposing side with the best information you know what I mean? And do it publicly, which was a disservice to him. But, and it, but it was to me, too, because I lowered. But, you know, those are the people you don't want around. Those are the people, you can't discount them out of life, but you got to put them in the back, no. the, the back row. Get back there. You know, until you grow up a little bit, then we, maybe we can have a conversation. Usually, it's been my experience that those people are the ones with the most fear. Oh, hands down. And, and, and I want to get back to the point. I don't want to get too far off. Um you know, spiritual reset and why it's so necessary. So, and you're right. So this fear accumulates, right? And if you're not somebody who's mindful, if you don't, you've never practiced meditation, most people go through life, they wonder why life ain't what they want, but they don't put too much thought in it. They say, well, it's just what it is, right? So, so this entire, I can go back to most people in my neighborhood, Hazel Park, I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing my friends I'm like, oh, I know, I, I know why you're like this and why you're saying this right here. I know why you get off here. I can see it. And it allows me to have conversations. And it also allows me to know when to get out because I know you, you're stuck right there. We can't talk any further. It's going to turn into a pissing match. So let me back the fuck off and then we'll come back to it. You know, that's, that's how good conversations happen. But I, I see the bill and I see where people are getting off. And I know where it is for me because yeah. I know when I, I, I know when I get that visceral response to something I shouldn't like this fucking troll. 
Like it's even still there. Yeah. This fucking troll. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, I know when that comes, I need to question myself because I know it's connected to something that's not real in the moment. Like there's something from my past that's that's coming. Why are you taking it personal? Right. That's the thing. Like, that's you have the to question. ask yourself, like, why am I taking this bullshit from personal. a stranger? Why am I taking it personal? And that's what everybody I think should be asking themselves. Why am I taking this personal? Why, when somebody posts something that that is in opposition to what I believe, um, why do I feel the need to lash out? Like, do, do I think like? Do, and this is what it is: it's toxic shame. Like uh, John John Bradshaw talks about. Like you assume this role as a human being. We do it when we're kids, and. Regardless of how dysfunctional the family is, it doesn't have to be. But if you assume a role and you, so I'm the overachiever, right? right? You go through your entire life having to be that. And then when things don't align with what you, the role you've taken on as a child, you crumble. That's where alcoholism, uh, addiction, uh, overeating, like all, all these disorders can be traced back to these, these uh, identities that we assume as children. That's traumatic. You might not think that's traumatic, but when you assume this role and you can't get out of it and be something different. So if you've assumed the role of coming out of Hazel Park, and a lot of people didn't come out of Hazel Park. Prison, um, they're still in Hazel Park and, and uh, you know, they're still poor and, they, you know, there's a lot of poverty there. Um, a lot of lower working class too, but there was a lot of poverty. So if you're still there, um, somebody who got out is going to take a little bit of pride in that, you know? So when, when somebody who got out and they've taken pride in it feels attacked, that role that they've assumed in their own head just got diminished. Well, now you, I'm being attacked. Out of? What are you getting out of? Well, they, they can't possibly get anything out of it. Cause I used to, I did. Are you getting thing. out of your reality? Are you talking about in you the know, conversation? Just like, you know, when you're, when you're speaking like, well, like I had to get out, like get out of Hazel Harbor, like, you really it's a mindset it right it's a so mindset. it's like it's like i need to get out of that reality what i perceived it to be right you know, which that, that might not be shared you know there's some uh there's some kids from Hazel did Park you that, get out or did you equip yourself with skills to manifest the reality that you really wanted yeah i didn't get out like i i didn't get out i'm still there and, and if you look on my page a lot of these people everybody in my neighborhood disagrees they don't fucking agree with me and that's okay but I'm from there. You know what I mean? Like that's where it was. So I feel like, okay, a lot of people there are misled and misled because of trauma, not intentionally. And a lot of these people are good fucking people. You know, they're really good people. And some of the shit they say, it can be misconstrued as, well, that's racist or that's, um, or, or that's misogynistic. And it is, but they don't mean it that way. I, I know I didn't mean it that way when I was just going through the fucking flow of life, right out in Hollywood, seeing some of the shit I saw never saw no pedophilia island i wasn't part of that clique if that even exists seems like it does but you know but i did see those slime that's where that's why i don't like trump because i was in those circles like one of my my uh investors he was a big developer uh, on west palm and the way these guys dealt with women specifically was disgusting like it and i was a womanizer you know most like i slept around and I prided myself on the numbers I could get. We, we were pigs in that we would have a competition to see who could get the most phone numbers for the weekend. 
But, we, you know, we weren't grabbing people by the pussy. You know what I mean? Like, that's assault. That's a different thing. These guys would, wow. I remember my, this, my, he was my agent. He's like, you got to see this. But you know that shit's handed down. I know it's handed you know, down. It's all handed down. And until they realize that it's not humane to do that, it's going to, like, continue. And, like, you know what? I, I find it interesting that, like, I've met some women who are, like, for Trump and like they're like 33 or 34 and like have a career and like you would like they seem somewhat intelligent and they're like like I just don't understand like I know how you could be for that you know I mean I kind of I, I don't understand completely I think there's there's some blocks going on um, oh yeah but I, you know, I, I had brunch with, with this woman. She's very intelligent and she made me, she didn't make me th- see things differently. She made me examine them differently because she was yeah. giving me her thought process. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I, I can see that. They, I, that. That's what good conversation is. That's what healthy discourse is, is. It didn't change my opinion completely, but it made me start to look at like, okay, let me pay attention to that because I see that. And maybe I've missed that because I've been so opposed to what I know he stands for. So when an empath can't understand or find empathy for the position you're taking, or at least find it somewhat curious, it really makes things like a little interesting, you know? Yeah. It, it, it reminds me of like Clayton Bigsby, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's like one of the greatest characters ever, you know? It's 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 the same thing. It is. It is. Well, let's let's get back to spiritual, spiritual reset. So these are the things that are building in us. The, yeah. our, our defense mechanisms. They were there to protect us. We've never. Most people haven't experienced trauma at the level that we have to where we had to reevaluate our entire being. So these things build. You don't know it. You don't know when your next explosion was. With me, the PTSD patterns. I didn't drink every weekend. In fact, I hardly ever drank. Um, the older I got, you know, I maybe on the weekends and and then at a certain point, I just didn't feel like getting drunk. But if I ever got caught off guard and the shit was off, all of a sudden I'm blacked out, you know, and that was the only substance that could do it. And then I'm on this fucking ride for until my brain reset yeah. on its own, like by beating the ego into submission. So the, the way I, I learned, the way I learned through therapy to, prevent that from happening was number one, don't take mind altering substances that are, you know, because you have this very limited place between stimulus and response, right? And if you've dealt with trauma in the way that I have PTSD specifically, well, there's nothing, you got nothing there and you're living in a near state of fight or flight your whole life anyway. And you don't, you don't need much to have everything pushed back here and, and blocked off from everything else. So I had to get, privy to the emotional response. This emotional response led to this. So words didn't matter to me. And I think people are, people, number one, they don't know they've been traumatized. If you live in America, racism should be classified as a uh, mental disorder, right? It really should. Because if you live here, you've been indoctrinated. And everybody, nobody discluded. Like if you're, if you, if you grow up in communist Russia, you're communist. 
just because you live there. Now, you might be opposed to it, but you still lived in the system. You, and if you live within the confines of this system, you're part of it. And that, I was talking to my neighbor. He's a black guy. Um, he just got back from L.A. He was a filmmaker, coincidentally. And uh, we were talking about the same thing. Like, we've all been hit. You know, so when, when, a, when a white person hears something like white privilege, right, you've already got this anger built up in you. You don't know it's there. Life's pretty good. You're paying your bills, right? You're, you know, you're, I mean, you're not drinking yourself to fucking sleep at night. And, you know, it, it's okay. Life's okay, but it's, it's still lacking. You know what I mean? It's still lacking, but it's good enough. You get in that comfort zone. And then uh, and then all of a sudden, you find yourself snapping on your coworker. You know what I mean? Or firing off on these dumbass uh, threads. And then you're unfriending your fucking brother or your mom or, you know what I mean? Like, that that's what's coming next. But it has nothing to do with the conversation you just had. It has everything to do with what's been built. And now that becomes your that, that becomes your scapegoat. That becomes your I can dump all my toxic shit right here. Yeah. If you don't spiritually reset, that can't not happen. You know what I mean? It has to happen because it's got to go somewhere. I think a lot of people just uh, don't give a shit. I think I they do. I don't think they know how. Because I think I think spiritually, some people just don't give a fuck. And it's true, but they want to. Like there, there's a part of I didn't give a fuck for most of my young life. It's like asking someone to change who doesn't want to change, right? And, and you can't, you can't go into a conversation trying to change a person. No, you can just be the light to the you best can, of your you ability. You can drop as many facts on them as you want. It doesn't matter. The most yeah. persuasive person on the planet, but if they're not hearing you, they're not hearing you. They may be listening, but they ain't hearing what you're saying. Right. It, well, and that's the point. That's the, so. If you understand trauma at a different level, you got to know when you're getting into these things with people. And, and I got blinded for a second, and probably it was because in my head I'm expected to act a certain way amongst that crowd. Right. I don't I, consciously. I don't give a fuck. That's not me. Hasn't been me in a long time. I'm not putting on that act anymore. But he said some things that drew me out, and it, it made me understand that. Look. If the book winds up doing real well, and then the, we wind up taking, you know, where the podcast is headed. So if these things wind up happening, that, that was fucking child's play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have, it's like working out like that. That for me was a workout where I strained something. You know what I mean? I strained something. Now I got to, I got to do some stretches and get back in the ring. You have to. Not everyone's going to agree with you. No. Not everyone's going to like you. Fuck no. Most so, people won't. And you know, not most. Sooner that I recognize that, and the sooner that I don't allow that to affect my spiritual condition or my ego, the stronger that I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get back to spiritual reset. This is why it has to be done. If you don't do it, if you don't do things that are going to cleanse you of the toxins, because these are actual toxins, like people that have back pain and, but they can't place where it came from and cramps and, they sleep like shit. It's all part of this. Like this is the shit we store in our bodies. Yeah. So if we don't do the, I mean, and spirit comes first. If you got an unhealthy spirit, it doesn't matter what you do with your mind, your mind and body. Doesn't fucking matter. If your if your soul's out there fucking floundering, everything else is going to be jacked. You know that that yeah. that's only a, a house of cards, and then it'll come down eventually. But that's 
so what do you do to spiritually? I know me, there's several ways, meditation, uh, stargazing, uh, my ketamine therapy. I mean, I, I did that. I talked to God on fucking Monday. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, what do I do? I, you know, I work out a lot. I like driving. I got a new car. Um, I like driving it. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, tell you the truth. Driving was good for me back uh, in the day. And I've been like on a roller coaster for like the last month. And there are things that go on. Like when I start to find resistance or like just shit that doesn't go your way and you want it to go your way. It's but it's not even like a fucking game changer. You just want it to you just go would your prefer, way. Would prefer yeah. to be an easier Because it's supposed to be that way. You know, and then it, it makes sense. And then like, you know, you're like just like it just creates like a lot of uh, bullshit you know in my brain and then like I'll start to get worried you know and then once I get like off kilter like I, I just start praying a lot I'll start talking with God in the car be like dude I really like I invite you into my life I don't know how many days I gotta do it consecutively I'm inviting you in. I need help with this shit. I don't know what to do. And, you know, sometimes it's just that. Just saying, know, I, just saying, I, I feel compromised. Yeah. And that, that's hard to say when you're, when you're stuck in the realm of the ego, right? And your defense mechanisms are what you've survived off of. It's hard to discount as valuable. Like, that was the hardest part for me. Like, when I came out of the old neighborhood, there were parts of me that, uh, that, I, I was able to survive with. Like there were things that my dad taught me when I was younger, my, my biological that helped carry me through everything, yeah. you know, and he taught me how to fight. He, you know, it, and I needed to people want I was a target for whatever fucking reason. But, um, but there came a time in my life where that no longer served me. It's funny. I was using this, this analogy. Um, so somebody was talking about statues being torn down and they said, Oh, it's tearing down our history. Um, they're, they're taking away our history. And I was like, no, they're not. History's still there. It's not going anywhere. And I, I made the, uh, the analogy that, so there's parts of me, parts of my ego, parts of my being that, uh, that are very much a part of my history. And those survival mechanisms got me through some very tough shit. And I have to, I have to recognize that part of me for what it is. And I think I have to give it some love. Because thank you for being there for me in those times. But I, I don't want to walk out and see the statue of it every day. You know what I mean? I don't want to prop it up like it deserves like some kind of fucking praise. No, I'm going to tear that fucking monument down. And I'm going to move on to the next phase of my life. I'll always remember. You know, I'll always remember. But I don't need to fucking worship it. I don't need to praise it. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the hardest things to do is when you have parts of yourself that are dysfunctional now. You've grown up. You're in a new frame of existence. When you start to realize that the way you were doesn't serve you in the now, people get attached to, to the things that served them in the past, and they can't let it fucking go. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing Trump is the epitome of what the bad parts that America feels about. The tools that would have helped me three years ago don't help me. No, now. Yeah, no, I, I completely. You know, you, yeah. you're going to evolve out, and you're going to always have to develop new tools, new skills, new perceptions, 
new ways of doing things. But you're talking to people, you're talking about a part of the population that's real small that does this. It's um, it's minuscule. It's minuscule. But so there, there's a and we gotta we gotta keep it on a spiritual reset. We'll go back into tactics that people can use, and it's real simple. Uh, it's not real simple. It's hard. It, it's a difficult practice to get into, and it, it's very easy to let your ego. Like I remember when I first started meditating, I, I logically I knew everything about it. I studied everything Deepak Chopra wrote, and then I went into reading FM, fMRI scans, and, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. I understood it logically, but I wouldn't do it. Why wouldn't I do it? Because I was fucking embarrassed to sit in my basement by myself with nobody else around and not be able to do it right. Like my poor little fucking ego could not sit in that space by myself because I was embarrassed that what, maybe somebody might see me not doing it right. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of fucking prison we live in, you know, and interesting prison. It's but like when you see what's going on today, I, I, I keep going back to Lord. They, they know not what they do, you know, and it does that. And people might take that as somebody being sanctimonious or high and mighty, but I'm not, I'm just like, this is my bailout now. Like I, I did, we, there's, we're here, you know, there, there's the trauma, it, it's surfaced, you're not getting past the amygdala, I might not be, I wasn't on that on that day with the troll, like, I, I got stuck, I got stuck in my monkey mind, but the tactics that I learned in the trauma therapy helped pull me out of it, to where I, it didn't turn into, where you at, bitch, you know what I mean, like, that's, that's where we're headed, though, I don't buy that, no more, I don't buy the, Lord forgive them, they know not what they do, my mind is, these motherfuckers See? Know, know the difference between right and wrong. But what's their that, that's all that's all perspective. It yeah. really is. Like if you if you're raised in Iran and you're and you're taught everything about jihad and you know what and we've been bombing your fucking country right. since you were a baby. Yeah. How could you not think you're killing demons? You know what I mean? Like if you that's if you really want to walk the spiritual walk, you really got to get into that fucking mindset, and you got to think, well, where did they come from? You know what I mean? Because you really got to find. I do. Like I really. So I'm, then, before I leave, I want Christ consciousness. So I really got to understand this shit. So you got to like the you have to wipe out what you label yourself as culturally. Label yourself to all labels. They have all to labels. They, have to fucking go. They all gotta go. At least, you know, you can say, well, I do this for a job, you know, drive it with a dime of salt, but everything that you thought you were was a right. prison because you're so much more. Like you everybody, I'm black, I'm white, I'm I'm Asian, I'm I'm uh, I'm gay, I'm you're so much more than any of those things. I know, and all the groups are like fighting right now for like things to change like everyone wants change at the same time but here's go ahead and it just you know it's like an influx of it's like mass amounts of liberation trying to be unveiled into a world that but neither side wants liberty if you look at the polarized right they don't want liberation they want their fucking agenda and right, so you want so the idea is liberation, right? right. Hide behind the guise of liberation, but, but it's my on one side. You have this group who's being funded by so and so, 
And then you have the other group that's being funded by so-and-so. Calling each other sheeple. And so you when they're all sheeple. So your rules or guidelines that you're going to live by in your group and your ideologies are funded. You have a funded ideology. Now you can't deviate. Now, what's your truth? Doesn't exist because it ain't fucking truth. Well, the truth just, it just got manufactured for you. It's, yeah. it's crazy you know, to see. For a fucking check. For a fucking dollar sign. Well, and, and it is, too, because a lot of the Trump supporters, and, and look, I'm, I'm trying to look at this guy in a different light just because I think it's valuable to him for me to grow spiritually. I got I to gotta try to dig into who people are. Why? If, if He's fucking textbook narcissism, right? And if you go back into his history as a child, you got to. I mean, you don't have to, but I do. I feel some sympathy because he's never known anything but a spreadsheet yeah. as value for him. And if he doesn't achieve that, well, he's he's a fucking loser. He doesn't deserve dad's love. All he's doing out there is trying to get dad to love him. Dad's gone. You know what I mean? But that's the that's the trauma that gets built up. So you put on this show. So I, I'm trying to look at th- these things. And you see, and you talked about liberation. There is uh, There's a silent majority. A true silent majority because fucking Trump, Biden, if if you are fucking like passionately behind either one of those sides, you're fucking sheeple, period. Like you are both sheeple calling each other sheeple, flip side of the same fucking coin. You have no idea that you're standing on the coin together. You have no clue. But then there's these people that are standing off the coin, people like me and you and so a lot of the people at Unity who believe in oneness. And who believe that you can have healthy discourse without tearing the other person down and that you have to and that you can have healthy disagreements. And that's who needs to come to the surface. That's who we need to surface. It's the last time you've been in the forest, brother. And well, I'm in the forest. Are you talking about? No, like a legitimate, like the woods. I got wood nature in the backyard. (laughs) I got Italian backyard. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's been a uh, shit. I don't know. Probably. Couple years ago, up at uh, we did the trails. So like, I can't catch from all that shit. I can't, dude. I can't. But we can't. I, like, we can't. I we I can't have the I haven't turned on the TV in a week. I feel like it's my responsibility because I have a voice. I haven't. I have an ability. Number one, like people who know me, they they know what the fuck my life was, right? So they they know I'm not just some guy out there spouting shit from a book. Like there's there's some shit that went down, and and I just hope that you know I hope that I can be an example for some, and I, I do. I get a lot of inbox messages from people from the old neighborhood that are like, I can't believe they're even thinking that way. So it's a fucking beautiful thing to see when when people start to make make a shift, right? Yeah. And as long as you're not an asshole about trying to force them into a shift, you're just trying to be a light as best you can. I'm gonna fuck up. I fucked up this weekend. I'm gonna fuck up all the time, but I'm gonna be honest about the fuck ups. You know what I mean? Like, there's two sides that can't be honest. They can't even say because it's so ingrained in their being that if they say the person that they supported was was is not the right choice, like, oh, shit, that's going to crumble them because it's so attached to who they are as a human, you know, on both sides. So if you're on either side, you're a fucking sheeple. You know what I mean? You're yeah, That's it. And you're calling each other sheeple. And you're trying to shove your agenda down each other's fucking throats, and it's not going to work. 
And then, you know, we got this fucking silent majority. When do we come to the surface? You know what I mean? When do we mobilize and stand in between these two fucking groups and say, shut right. the fuck up? <clears throat> Dude, be quiet. Not shut the fuck up. Like, this is me and you fucking rambling back and forth. When are you going to mobilize? You know, it's funny. I put you want to do a uh, these are fun social experiments. So put a word like mobilize out there and don't define it. Leave it vague. And and you can see the mindset of the people who who are in that anger, that fear, that fucking because they'll take it military. You know, that military mobilization. That's where their mind goes immediately. Oh, military mobilization. And then and then I, I think I posted a picture of Martin Luther King peacefully mobilizing down at the Capitol when he gave his I Have a Dream speech. Like, no, no, that's that's what I was talking about. But it's good to see who's, you know, the, the interpretation. Because it's all interpretation. Uh, it's all social I'm doing it all the time. I'm, all, <laughs> I'm putting shit out there all the time. And I'm, I'm trying to gauge people's mindsets. I want to know. I want to understand people. And you can't truly understand a person in conversation when they're defensive. Like, people are defensive with everybody and every fucking thing. They're being attacked. You're not being attacked. I haven't attacked anybody except for this. And it wasn't even an attack. It was just like, get the fuck out of here. Because I think I called him too. Like, just go, move yeah. on. And I was demeaning and I, and I shouldn't have been. But but I, some of the people who feel attacked by shit that I put out there, and it has nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? Nothing whatsoever. I'm not attacking you. No. That's the last thing I'm fucking doing. I'm saying what I believe, you know? Yeah, it's hard to, like, especially on, like, Messenger or on the computer, like, People interpret messages. It's all perspective. You know, like in a negative light. Like it's your father talking, you know, like <laughs> and like the person could be simply totally chill, just trying to have a conversation, but it's all on how you take perception. It. Yeah. Mobilize is funny. I'm like, I I looked at it for two hours before I made that post. And I was like, do I really want to get into this? Because I know what's going to happen, right? I, I know. I already know. I know what the fuck I'm doing. So I, I looked at it for two hours in the morning. I'm like, fuck it. I pressed the button and it fucking lit up. It lit up and it brought the trolls out. You know, it brought good people and good conversation out too. But you see the people that are living in fear, that are that are angry, that are scared. They went straight to military. And if you paid attention to anything that my post every day leading up to that, I'm peace, man. I'm trying to fucking go out there. You know, I will stand in front of some bullets. I believe in that. I believe like if it gets out of control that we mobilize and we stand there and, and, you know, we make it we make it known that this is our place. You know what I mean? You're not going to come in here and, and take power from the people. So you might have to take a couple bullets, you know yeah. what I mean? A couple of rubber bullets or whatever the fuck. It's not go down there and fight. That's a losing. That's a zero sum game. You're going to go down there and fight fucking Trump's paramilitary. Yeah, you're going to get party. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going to get you real fucking far. That's going to be a bunch of dead people, you know, and it's going to be justification to send in more. And that, then we really lose power as a people. So that's just or, you, or it goes the other way. More people mobilize. You, you still like, like we we live in a place where if the government wants, they can extract your tooth from a fucking satellite. You know what I mean? You don't win that war. Like you can go down there and mix it up, but the second this government ever wants to shut it down, they shut it down. You know that, that that's why the right to bear arms. That's great. You got the right to bear arms. Um, fuck, are you gonna do with it? You might protect your house until they fucking drop, uh, run a drone over it and blow the motherfucker up and everybody in it. You know, like. Honestly, we're the technology is too 
it's just it's it, it, we're we're at the whim of the government if they ever. That's why that, I don't believe and, that. I don't believe that. I I don't see how you could. You give me fifty million U.S. citizens heavily armed, you'll see a, a good fight. No, you'll see a good fight because because they'll have to decide what part do, do, do I want to damage the place that I'm trying to secure, like from the political, you know. Yeah. It, it'll definitely be, you know, peaceful protests, peaceful protests, and it, and it, you can still damage some shit if you're if you're uh, standing against the federal government. I have no problem with graffiti being on that building. I, I you have no right to hurt anybody, but you know this. this I mean. If a if a person has been oppressed their entire fucking life just because of the co- color of their skin, I'm okay with you putting some spray paint on some shit to make a point. Like I got no problem with that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it's bigger than that. I think it's bigger than that. Well, what? I just think that. See, we're we're going off the fucking reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Let's, no, let's keep going because we got we got time to come. Yeah, back. I don't know. I just I just think it's bigger than like graffiti on you know like. I I don't know if peaceful protests actually get anything done. They do. They do, and they're the only ones that are, that have ever stood the test of time. Yeah, and I'll have this conversation with people. Um, you know, they talk about Martin Luther King, and he tried. He, it didn't work. Everybody's so focused. Like you can't be attached to outcome. Yes, we wanted civil rights to to. to Take heed right then, because when you get another Martin Luther King, right? That's what the, the world genuinely needs right now. You can't say don't attach yourself to outcome. You can't. When it's fucking a human normality to have expectations. But that's in Buddhism. So it's my expectation. You can't have expectations, though. And now we're getting into some deeply, deeply Buddhist principles about expectation and non-attachment. And the the um, all human suffering comes from your attachment to your beliefs on the way things should be. So that's why people suffer. It's not because it's not because. Um, okay, so I I feel like, and I don't feel like this because I'm not attached. But I feel like my my son uh, should go through the rest of his life healthy. He shouldn't get cancer. Right. That's a belief. I I don't really believe that because I know better. Because who the fuck is to say that, you know, I'm part of this world. I'm I'm vulnerable just like <clears throat> anybody else. And if I'm over there crumbling because I thought he shouldn't and I'm at his bedside and I can't be a, a, a strong uh, figure in that moment, well, I do him a disservice. But because I'm not, it doesn't mean I won't feel pain, right? If something like that were to happen, it's going to, if I lose somebody real close to me, I'm going to feel pain, pain but I'm not attached. Well, that's the thing. You don't have to suffer. So... If you have somebody close to you die, you're going to feel pain, right? And you know, you just went through this. But but it's your belief that that person was supposed to live forever that will make you suffer. Like, you can't get past Yeah, you that. can't. You know, like, so I don't ever think anyone needs to live forever. But I, I think... Uh, or too soon. How many people say that? Yeah. Gone too soon. You know, it's just... Uh, you know, it's the... It's, it's, the amount of power in the relationship, you know, like my old man, you know, I come from a single parent household. It was me and my old man. And in the early years, 
you know, there was a lot of trying times, you know, it was 86. He got took in the divorce for a shit ton of money. And uh, he had to move back to the house that he grew up in. I moved there and, you know, he worked year round and he was like a, a school teacher. So, you know, most school teachers get the summers off. He worked year round for like three years straight just to catch up. Yeah. Just to catch up financially and everything. And it was like a team effort, you know, like the first two years, dude. I'm talking like fucking rice aroni and hamburger helper. Oh, like no, every yeah. night. Goulash was our Yes, side. Goulash. Goulash, because they remember the government yeah. fucking yeah. Uh, it was goulash or you would call it glock. Wow. <laughs> My mom's German, so goulash. We were getting and, our goulash uh, on. Big, big, big ass blocks of cheese, you know, it, and it was you. You just had this like team mentality, yeah. And like you know, he was my confidant, my best friend, my business partner, all that shit. So like when his transformation happened, you know, I was real hurt in the beginning. And what was fucked up is like my stepbrother uh, called me like two two nights after he had passed. He's like, dude. He's like, I'm going to tell you something. If you don't know about the seven stages of grief, you're going to want to look that shit up, dude, because it's pretty much the playbook on how things go. He's like, when my mom passed, dude, like, it took like a month before the shit really hit me and like it sparked a fucking depression and like it was just, it was just bad. And I was like, ah, yeah. Thanks, bro. You know, like I got it from here. I got I'm, I'm, I'm good. Got support team. Ego. Yeah, yeah. I got support team. It's all good. You know, got some spiritual tools in my motherfucking bag. You know, I didn't tell him that, but uh, yeah, dude. Like he was right all along. He was completely right. You know, and like a couple weeks later, man. Like, dude, you're just like you got this void and I have the house and I'm trying to clean the house. And like my sister wants certain shit and I'm going through pictures. And it's just like, that's when that spiritual talk starts to break down. Like, yeah. yeah experience. And then like, you know, you don't want to go to work, you know, like I, I didn't want to work. I still don't want to work. Like work was like, when are you coming back? You know, like I came back within a week and I'm just like, this sucks. You know, this right here, this is the valuable stuff. Like these conversations, if if we can just, so we're talking to somebody and they're getting out of hand, they're getting real passionate and angry that you're not agreeing with them. There's got to be a way in that conversation to figure out to, I mean, you can even question them and say, where is this coming from? And they'll take it offensively. Come from nowhere, from this, fuck this shit. You know what I mean? Like, so, cause I used to get like that. I would get called on my being angry. I remember a girlfriend back in California did it. She's like, why are you so angry all the time? And I was real angry at her. And I said, I'm not fucking angry. And I used aggression to try to back her down from ever calling me angry again. Maybe. I didn't know I was angry. I maybe, really didn't know. Maybe people should use a, a different mantra. Like, uh, God, are you okay? You know, that's what like, I try. Are you okay? Or why? You know, yeah. why, why Why? do you feel like that? You know, I'm trying to get more into to the why. You can't do it when somebody's a dumbass. And not, but when somebody is just a wall of fucking dumb like this guy was, like he's here to disrupt, right? He's not here to learn anything. He's not here to give a valid opinion on anything. He's here to disrupt, or she, 
You know what I mean? So when that happens, that's what trolls do. I mean, I didn't. I've never experienced it. He did a good job. Did a real good job. Like I, I thought I was fucking. Just wait till the bots come in, man. Oh, I fucking got you. You know, and that's that's when we were. I told you we're scaling up with this. Yeah. And then, uh, then the book's gonna come out. I, I, this was a valuable workout session for me. But going back to the whole point of this, everything we've talked about, um, it, 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 it discusses the lead-in um, to the breakdown, right? So if you don't address these things, the whole fucking country is broke down. Like everybody, everybody has not spiritually reset because they don't know how to. They, and they, and some, some people are so angry, they would look at it and be, I fuck that woo-woo shit. So I know I used to be that way. People aren't sharing spiritual knowledge to get people but they to are reset. but they are not I do everyone no not do. And, do. and it's funny but some of the people are argue with politically and, and they still take these strong stances that they're on those posts and we'll have conversations about them it's crazy so you got 45 million Americans unemployed mm-hmm. oh it's, it's tough man and like the people that are afraid that you know their health care is running out. Fucking other. It's the, scary. The, the money's running out. It's fucking scary. You know, the and unemployment's no getting weakened. And look, you know, and like, where, where is the income gonna come from? What am I gonna do? I, I, look, I, there's no taking away from that. But you know, you know what you do. You form community. You know, because here's the thing. This is all smoke and mirrors. This, this economy was collapsing anyway. And, and Corona. Okay, let's do it now. You know what I mean? Let's get it fucking over with. We're headed for a depression. It's gonna happen. Like the, you, the writings on the fucking wall. My friends out out on Wall Street, they've known this shit. They've been putting their shit offshore for a long fucking time. Like you know it's coming if you know, right? But this is smoke and mirrors. Let's get through this election. You know, on both sides, they both have a vested interest in presenting that we're on the uptick. You know, it, it, we're not. This economy's not. Things have changed and they're not going back to what they were. So I understand that fear when everything you were just got swept the fuck out from under you. I get it. I get it. And I, I guess I got to find a way to be more sympathetic to it because maybe that guy was going through some fucking real hard shit in yeah. his life. And, and I call him a bitch. You know, maybe I mean, he's going on his me. second month of being unemployed and he's losing Doesn't his benefits. Has no idea where he's going to and, and, you know, that's, that's why, I, like, that makes me think now. Now I'm thinking I should have been more compassionate. Because you never know what another person's going through. Never and if know. you have that spiritual knowledge and you 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 speak it, you need to exercise. So for me, that was a misstep for me. I need to exercise it more. But the spiritual reset, got to get back to it. It's just for anybody out there who hasn't meditated, try it. Try it. Do it for a week. Do it for, do it for five minutes. Do it for one minute. Just do it. Just do that. Like you're going to notice a change within a week. I promise you um, go outside look at the stars. You know, that works for me. Um, Well, there's no gym. Can't go to the gym. I got a gym, but but you can, (laughs) but you can go jog. Um, My gym's open. Me. I I mean, for anybody who's interested, ketamine therapy is, is uh, legal in Michigan. Now Michigan uh, progressive health does it. That's where my therapist is. And, it wasn't for ketamine, I would have never broke through the walls to see what unconditional love was. Once I experienced that, it opened up new neural pathways. And I've not 2008. I've, I've never been the same. I got and I've been on a, uh, a, a upward trajectory ever since then. 
you know, and I had my missteps in between, no doubt. But uh, but I'm back in that therapy now, and and it's extremely profound. So if you can't meditate, it's chemically induced meditation. That's what that is. Um, we're not. I, talk to a talk to a. Uh, I don't want to start promoting mushrooms and all that other shit for people who don't know how to use them. But but there are um, people called um, uh, uh, psychedelic psychedelic integration therapists. That's what mine is. They have masters. That's the thing now. So, um, but you know, try try meditating. It's the easiest thing you can do. Get up in the morning, go sit for a minute, let the thoughts. Don't judge yourself for the thoughts you're having. Um, exercise, exercise. Because I, I can promise that um, I, I don't think most of you out there right now know what kind of pain you're in. You know, it's so. It's so obvious to me. It's obvious to you. People that have had to work on themselves and, and you know went off into uh, more of a spiritual existence, uh, mindset, a uh, constant stage of growth. I still have a long way to go, but but I can see it. It's it's so visible the the fear, the pain, and it's justifiable. So why not live there? Um, I know why I don't want to live there because I'll devour myself. You know, and that's what I see friends doing right now. And I, I see people who aren't friends and it's painful to watch. Like there's only one way we come out of this. And if we know 40 million people are going to lose their jobs, well, how can we be there for them? The people that aren't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. how, how can, how can we, how can we hold the government as a whole, not fuck Democrats and Republicans are, they're both bad. Flip side, same point, at least the power structures that, that exist at that level. How do we get, them to work for us. If Trump winds up being the president, how do we get him to work for us? Not for that group who's angry about that shit, but us as a collective. How do we do that? How do we start those conversations? If it's going to be Biden, how do we get him to work for us? How do we tell these motherfuckers it's it's we the people? Not you. You're not the people. We the people. You know what I mean? Like, how do we do that without violence? You know, it I, uh, we got to be getting close to the end soon. So, where are we at right now on time? So, we got two minutes. The Antifa people. So, that generation has been abandoned by us, right? There's no policy that supports them in any way, shape, or form. The corporatocracy has, has relegated them to consumers and consumers only. So, these kids are out here angry as fuck. They don't even know why they're angry. You know what I mean? Like, and, and there's a good thing to rally behind racism. Yeah, it's bad. Let's go there. But then they get out there and they're fucking confused. And then, you know, and they're too easily prompted by people on the sidelines calling them different shit. Yeah. Everybody's too easily prompted into this fucking aggressive behavior. And it's fucking up the movement. You know what I mean? Not completely. The move. I think the movement, I think they did their test in Portland. I think they found out that it's not going anywhere. Um, you know, and I hope that um, prompts change, but yeah, man, there's we could go on and we'll we'll we we'll, we'll, we'll got a length in these episodes, yeah. But uh, Sean was supposed to leave, um, he was coming on a spiritual walkabout, and he's not now until the 28th, so we got him for a couple more episodes. And uh, what got anything on the way out? I'm good, fucking human condition, man. One on one, be good to each other, uh, keep keep with the comments and, and uh, messages, we get to them all eventually. and 
And uh, yeah, man, find a way to be good to your neighbor. Go hug a Democrat and Republican tonight. They need it the most. At the same time. At the same time. Get a three-way with them. All right. <laughs> <laughs>